Hey there, today is Free Ride Friday here on the $100 MBA show, so make sure you hang on to the end of the episode to hear who won this week's free ride. Every Friday, we give away a lifetime membership to our $100 MBA community. That's over 180 video lessons on marketing, sales, finance, a whole lot more. We got interviews from experts. We got workbooks that you can use. We got our private Facebook group. Ask questions anytime. There's a whole lot in there. And we give away a free ride every single Friday to anybody who left us a rating and review on iTunes. Just give us a rating and review and we do a weekly random draw to see who won. It's our way to say thank you for showing us love and telling us what you think of the show. So let's get into the show. Let's get into today's episode. Hey, welcome to the $100 MBA show. If you don't negotiate with the success of your business, then you're in the right place. Here on the $100 MBA show, we give daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world, lessons that you can apply right now, right into your business. As always, I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online over at 100mba.net. And in today's lesson, you will learn, can big purchases save you money? Whether it's a business expense or even just a life expense, like your car, can purchasing something outright, not financing it, putting money down on a purchase, a large purchase, can that save you money? Does that even make sense? Of course it does, because in business, cash flow is king. The less reoccurring bills you have, the better. But the key here is to make the right large purchases where they give you an ROI on your investment. I'm going to give you some examples today when it comes to purchasing things for your business or for your own personal use in life, because at the end of the day, cash flow is cash flow, especially when you're first getting started. Let's save some money. Let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Today's episode of the $100 MBA show is sponsored by HostGator. Speaking of saving money, HostGator does exactly that when it comes to your website hosting. It's all in one. It's website hosting. They make sure your site looks beautiful because they got design services. You need a domain name, they got your back. You need security and backup, they got your back. You need 24-7 live support via phone, chat, or email, you got it. They got your back. All this for an amazing price, a 30% discount for listeners of The $100 MBA Show. Just go to HostGator.com slash MBA30 and get started for as low as $5 a month. Again, to get that amazing deal, go to HostGator.com slash MBA30. So can big purchases save you money? Of course they can. In fact, in a lot of cases when it comes to your business expenses and even your personal expenses, I highly recommend you do this if you can. Now let's assume you're starting a business and you have some runway, you have some uh, funding, a little bit of money that you maybe put together. Let's just say for the sake of argument, this amount of money is $15,000 and you want to start a small online business with this capital. You want to use it to run your business. Our first instinct is to choose the cheapest plans available out there, the lowest costs. If I'm choosing a web host, I'm using an email marketing service like an active campaign or MailChimp. Usually at the start, we say, hey, I'm just going to get started monthly because it's the cheapest option. It's the cheapest upfront option because we feel like we want to keep as much money as we can in that startup capital. But that's a very short-term way of thinking. You got to do the math. You got to look at what you have to use in your business. 
So you need website hosting. You need to host your site, right? You need to have a site up on the internet. So that's a cost you're going to have to pay. And obviously you're not starting a business here for the short term. I'm assuming here you validated your business idea and now you're going through uh, your actual initial stages of starting that business that you know is validated. So you know you're going to need hosting for at least the next couple of years, right? Or at least for the first year. That cost is not going to go anywhere. Same thing with email marketing. You're not going to really uh, move around too much with email marketing. You need an email marketing service. You need a way to send newsletters to your email list. These are costs that are not going to go anywhere. You're going to have to pay them month after month. Now, our instincts say, oh, well, let me just go month to month. That way I can keep cash flow available. If I need to pay for something else from that 15 grand, I can pay it. But what happens is you end up paying a whole lot more, sometimes even double than you would normally pay if you just paid for the year in advance. Most of these services give you heavy discounts, heavy discounts if you pay a year in advance, two years in advance, three years in advance. But let's compromise a little bit. Let's just go with one year. If you look at hosting, you'll probably save three or $400 by just going a year in advance. With email marketing, you'll save $100 or so. Most of these services will save you at least 20% at least 20% by going annual. Remember, these are things you have to use anyway. You know you're gonna pay them for the next year out. So they're worth taking that money from the 15 grand. It's a must-have expense. Now there are other things like that. You gotta take a look at your own business. What are some things that you know you're going to need to spend on for the next year? I know with my clothing line business, I had to have high quality packaging so that way I can package it and have it sent to my customers. And at the start, I was paying a lot of money for an outsourced company to package my goods. I'm talking about, you know, the plastic that your shirts are wrapped in and then the nice fancy box it comes in. I'm not talking about UPS and FedEx here because first I would have to send it to, you know, our local warehouse because we had many warehouses across the country and across the world, really. And from there, we would distribute depending on how close the customer was from the actual warehouse. And it was really expensive and my profit margins were not that high. After about nine months of the business, I was able to secure enough funds, enough money from my revenue to be able to decide, hey, I want to do my packaging in-house, that my employees will be able to package it, but I need to source the materials uh, that are high quality, these packaging materials. And because I was buying in bulk and because I was doing it myself and my employees were doing it, I was able to really drop the price. I have to package my goods. There's no way around it. I just decided to invest a little bit into those packaging goods so I can buy it in bulk and then therefore package it myself and save a whole lot of money because outsourcing it was, I think, three times as expensive. It was really, really expensive because it was sort of a service that they did. So that's just an example. You got to take a look. It might be a piece of machinery you need that helps you maybe seal packages or helps you create what you're doing. It could be a screen printing machine for t-shirts, whatever it is. Those big purchases can save you money in the long run. I know that we live in an outsource age, but sometimes bringing things in-house is going to save you a whole lot of money. What I ask you to do is open up a spreadsheet and do the math. Find out when is a good time for you to make this purchase and how much money it's going to save you. Is it a good investment? And factor everything in if there's servicing involved with this big purchase. Same thing goes with your personal purchases, your cash flow at home. The first thing that comes to mind for me is one of your largest purchases, which is your car. For many people, your car is your largest purchase if they're not a homeowner. Now, most people, when they buy a car, they finance it. I know this firsthand. My dad was in car sales for most of his adult life. Finance is huge. And the reason why it's so huge in dealerships is because, especially if the, the dealership is the one who's doing the financing, there's a lot of money involved because interest is a huge moneymaker. 
If you actually did the math on the payments you're making on your car, let's say, for example, you're doing five years of payments, 60 months, you might find yourself paying 50 to 60% of the price of the car on interest, depending on your credit, of course. But even if you have amazing credit, you're going to be spending 20 to 30% of the value of the car on interest. Now, most people do this because they want a new car, a nice car, or worse, they lease a car. So my advice because cash flow is king, you don't want to keep having a payment every month, is to downgrade your car a bit or go down a few models or years. So instead of buying a 2016, buy a 2011, buy a 2012, buy a 2010 if it's in great condition with low mileage, and see if you can buy a car cash. Most of us, when we buy a car, we put down a down payment, and sometimes it's a few thousand dollars, sometimes more, sometimes $5,000. Then you got all the other taxes and fees and all that stuff, right? But if you're going to buy it privately, you're going to save a lot of money. You take that $5,000, you add another $5,000, and you buy a $10,000 car that's quality, that's a few years old, that's in good condition, that has a great reputation for reliability, and you don't make any more payments. That's it. You just make that one bulk payment, and that's it. It's over. I really believe in this, and this is something that I was taught from my father, that buying a car cash is probably one of the best things you could do because you're going to save so much money on interest. And you don't have that bill every month. You have more cash flow. Now, obviously, this is something that you're going to have to work towards if you don't have that ten, fifteen thousand dollars just laying around to buy a car. You could save up to it. Remember saving? <laughs> People don't talk about it that much, but yes, you can save up to it. I mean, think about it. If you were going to pay three, four hundred dollars on a finance, just put away maybe six hundred dollars, and by the end of the year, you have seventy-two hundred almost 10 grand. Hopefully you have some other savings laying around throughout the year and there you go. No more car payments after that. So this is a great way for you to have increased cash flow by making big purchases that you have to make. Guys, I got more on today's topic, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor, HostGator. If you're a WordPress junkie like me, absolutely love the format, the ease of use of hosting a website for your business on WordPress then you're in luck. HostGator has dedicated WordPress hosting just for you. That means it's going to be super fast, super reliable. And HostGator takes care of everything from backups to security to having somebody that you can call or talk to any time of day, any day of the week, 24-7 live support via phone, chat, or email. That alone is worth gold. Being able to call somebody and speak to them about helping you improve your website or upgrading it is huge. And because you're a listener of The $100 MBA Show and HostGator wants to help you get started with your business website, you're going to save 30% off with our amazing discount. Just go to HostGator.com slash MBA30 to get this amazing deal. Get started with HostGator. They got some amazing, amazing products and you can get started for as low as $5 a month. Again, that's HostGator.com slash MBA30. Guys, to wrap up today's episode, a lot of the strategies I'm talking about today really, really can help you. If you're planning for this, if you're planning for a business and you have money that you're putting away for it, it's a lot harder to do this when you don't have some runway, when you don't have that cash on the side to start building your business. You really don't have that bulk amount that you can just pay in advance for a year of hosting or buy a car cash to help you with your cash flow at home. I get that. I've been there. So even if you're not there now, plan for it for the next year. Put away some cash. Have some automatic saving scheme that's going on in your uh, bank. If you call your bank, ask them, hey, I want to have automatic savings, you know, deduct X amount of dollars every month. You're going to feel a whole lot better when you have some sort of amount of money that you can just work with and be able to build a business around. 
And any amount will help. I'm telling you, five grand will be a whole lot better than no grand, right? Even a few thousand dollars can help and will give you some sort of peace of mind as you're getting started. So if you're not in that situation now, get yourself in that situation as soon as possible. All right, that wraps up today's lesson. I hope you loved it. But today's episode's not over. It's Free Ride Friday. I got to give away a lifetime membership to the $100 MBA training and community. Let's see who won this week's free ride. And the winner is... S. Joy Bell. S. Joy Bell says, great podcast, five stars, very to the point. Thank you for that short and sweet review, S. Joy Bell. Your mission is to email us at support at businessrepublic.net so we can hook you up with a lifetime membership. Every Friday, we give a lifetime membership to over 180 training videos, interviews with experts, everything from management to sales to finance to marketing, you name it. It's here to help you build your business. And we do this every Friday with a weekly random draw with everybody who left us iTunes rating and reviews. Leave us a review and you too can win next week. All right, before I go, I want to leave you with this. I think one of the biggest stresses in life is financial stress. Without a doubt, it can really take a toll on your mental and emotional health. And sometimes just planning to be in a better financial situation, whether that's saving for the future, saving for your business, or lowering your expenses, just the planning itself can make you start feeling better. I know that works for me. It's good to have those feelings of financial stress sometimes to remind you that this is not fun so you can plan and make sure that you're not in that situation in the future. Take ownership of this challenge and understand that this is temporary. You can get out of it. All right, I'll see you in tomorrow's episode, Q&A Weekends. I'll see you then, guys. Take care. Take care.